Hey everybody, this is Mike Van Meter, and welcome to your one-stop shop for everything having to do with patriotism, Americanism, conservatism, and really just the right way to live your life. And this is Mike Van Meter from the Mike Van Meter Show. And today I want to rebroadcast for you an interview I did with none other than Dr. Sebastian Gorka on his streaming show on America First and the Salem News Network. I did this a little over a week ago, and he asked me to come into the studios here in Virginia and talk to him about what the heck happened to the FBI. And so as many of you know, there were a bunch of hearings on Capitol Hill last week uh, for former FBI agents and people that are being <laughs> crushed by the FBI as we speak right now. And then there was also an, F- an IRS agent that came out and is a whistleblower. And you can just see how life is being made miserable for them. And I have no doubt in my mind that it will likely get miserable for me down the road as we continue in this campaign. But we have to get a hold of these organizations and stop using our organizations to be used against the American people and uh, people that are doing nothing but trying to do the right thing. And and I talk about how this happened under first uh, Robert Mueller and then later under James Comey. And I talk a little bit uh, about what it was like in the FBI prior to these two individuals coming in as director. And these TV shows are a quick hit. It's uh, very short, and you try to pack as much information as you can into a very short amount of time. We do our best here, but I d- have done many long-form interviews and podcasts, and so if this is a topic that you're interested, please go back in the podcast and listen to some of the previous episodes. But did want to play for you my time in my interview with Sebastian Gorka. And by the way, very nice man, very congenial, very gracious in the studio and uh, just a great guy. So looking forward to working with him some more in the future. So here's the podcast. All right. Um, I love having new guests on the show, especially those who have been recommended to me by trusted individuals. He's my co-host for Making Movies Great Again. He's the host of the Mr. Reagan channel, Chris Coles. Introduced me to a former supervisory special agent at the Bureau. Over 20 years in, I do believe. And um, I think he's got something to say about what's happening on Capitol Hill today. Mike Van Meter, welcome to America First. All right. Well, thank you for having me. It's great right. to meet you. So tell yeah. us a little bit about yourself, um, how long you were in the Bureau. No, look, just at me. Okay. That's where the cameras. <laughs> so, um, how many years in? What did you do? And then, why are you in the media? Yeah. So, uh, I started out. I was a helicopter pilot for eight years. Then I worked corrections, and then I was a DC police officer. And then I spent a little over twenty years in the FBI, as you mentioned, I retired as a supervisory special agent. And um, after that, I retired and I became a, a therapist and I work as a drug and alcohol counselor now at a hospital. Wow. And the reason why uh, I'm in the media now is. Uh, I am running for the Virginia State Senate, but prior to that, and I have my own podcast, The Mike Van Meter Show, and, and I've been talking about corruption in the FBI for a couple of years, maybe several years now on the podcast. And that whole thing started with people when I retired asking me what the heck was going on with the FBI. And it's important for people to not only understand what's going on, and, and you, you see in these hearings what's going on, and we just had the Durham report, But what's really important, Sebastian, is how we got here because we can make changes. And President Trump, God bless him, made changes, fired James Comey, he needed to, fired Andy McCabe and the others, but it's not enough. And the problem is, is that you need to have people that understand the internal workings of the organization and knows the history, how we went from here to here, and then can go in and clean the agency out and then work on 
the uh, promotional system that contributed to this. There was a promotional system that Robert Mueller used to his advantage to put his people in place. And that's gonna be a tough chore to clean out. But if you do not think that you, if you do not understand how the organization works, and very few people do, and in fact, if you haven't been in the organization, you don't understand how it operates. But until we uh, have people that can come in and clean out the organization, you're not going to change anything. Right. I need you to explain how it changed, but let's just listen again to one of the whistleblowers today, Garrett O'Boyle, who paints a very, very dark picture of the FBI. Cut nine. If one of your really good friends, your former colleagues, came to you and said, I have this thing that is being covered up, and I think the American people know to, know, need to know about it, what advice would you give them? I would tell them first to pray about it long and hard. And I would tell them I could take it to Congress for them or I could put them in touch with Congress, but I would advise them not to do it. So you would legitimately try to protect one of your colleagues from doing what you have done? Absolutely. And how do you think that solves being able to shine light on corruption, weaponization, any kind of misconduct that exists with the American people? It doesn't solve it. But the FBI will crush you. This government will crush you and your family if you try to expose the truth about things that they are doing that are wrong. How did that happen, Mike? What, what happened to the Bureau and when did it happen? Oh, by the way, and if you remember, you and I spoke once before about that and yeah. you asked me why people didn't come forward. Mr. O'Boyle there just explained to you because that's exactly what I said right. exactly before. So we're not alone in that. And how did that happen? Uh, it happened starting, I'm a, I'm a pre-9-11 agent. Um, Louis Free was the director when I became uh, an FBI agent. And then when Robert Mueller came in, that was when the 12-year progression under, under Mueller, and then it, it continued on under Comey. Because remember, it was Mueller that referred Comey into the position. Yes, right. And that is where it started. And that's where they started bringing their people into the executive positions. And, and you can tell even from, from the report and you can tell from the text that occurred with the whole Russiagate investigation, you notice there was never one, anyone in the room that said, hey, what are you doing? Is this a good idea? Did you notice there was no one speaking up? Because if you were someone that would question what was going on, you would have never made it to that position. But those were people that were groomed by Mueller at first and then later under Comey. But we're talking about you know, tens of thousands of individuals. Mm -hmm. Are you seriously telling me that two people came in? I mean, free is corrupt because of the, <clears throat> the, uh, the, the student uh, trust he set up for the Biden children. So mm -hmm. we, we know now that's been revealed. But you're telling me like free... Comey and Mueller corrupted an organization that had been around for decades and had tens of thousands of people. Is it really that simple? Yeah, well, that you have to understand that the, and I agree with you with Louis Free, but the organization under him, it was run very differently. And any agent of my generation will tell you the organization that we joined in the organization today are di they're completely different organizations. It, it does not look anything like it did when I first went into the organization. First of all, Louis Free, when he became director, pushed, he saw all the people at headquarters, and that's a big part of the problem. He pushed those people back into the field because he felt like they should be investigating criminal cases. Right. Mueller brought all of these people back in, and he wanted to, remember, 9-11 happened within a week of him being director. And what he was facing at that time was there was a lot of criticism of the FBI, and he was afraid that the FBI was going to be disbanded. So he changed how the organization ran. He changed 
and I mean uprooted how the organization was run, and he brought people into headquarters and made it a very headquarters-centric organization right. where Free did the exact opposite. So it was a big change. I agree with you. Well, free, we'll talk about different. that in a second because moving people around doesn't necessarily make it a, a political police force. So I'm still missing that part of the picture. But in the meantime, follow this man, VanMeter4Virginia.com on Twitter at VanMeter4VA. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. Make sure you are following us on all the social media that matters. Look for Seb Gorka or Sebastian Gorka on True Social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Parler, Getter, Telegram. You can watch us on your Roku, Fire Stick or other devices. And don't forget my Substack for my unique content and access to me. That's SebastianGorka.substack.com. That's my whole name, one word, SebastianGorka.substack.com. We'll be back after these messages. We're back with Mike Van Meter, more than 20 years at the FBI. Um, so in your tenure, you witnessed the FBI change its character. You said that people were brought back into the center, into the headquarters, into Washington, D.C. But that's just moving bodies. That doesn't turn it into a political entity. Talk to us about how it became a political uh, entity and, and when you realized. You said there was a story when you realized how bad it was. Yeah. You, well, you, you, we could go on for hours talking about the, the gradual transformation politically of it. But uh, when I was at headquarters, I, one of the things, if you work for the government, whether it's the DOD or DOJ, um, when, you're, when you go into government buildings, you have a picture of the commander in chief and um, the attorney general and the, your chain of command yeah, in the pictures. The, boss. the bosses are on there. And, and that's done the day that that person takes office. Well, one of the things that I noticed when I was at FBI headquarters and at the academy, because I worked down there as well, I noticed that Trump's picture and the vice president's picture up and the attorney general's picture wasn't up. For about a year and a half, it went up. So after the election, after Obama a year and a half. stays there. The AG doesn't change. No, they just didn't have a picture there. Oh, they took it. They didn't they, put anything. They, right. They didn't. They didn't have the pictures up. Uh -huh. And uh, down at the Hoover Building, I actually asked about that. I went to the Photoshop and I said, "Hey, I've noticed that the Commander in Chief's picture isn't up." And I was told that that was because the print shop was backed up. It was backed up. But anybody that has spent time in the government understands that is done immediately right. that day. So that's one example. The other example was after James Comey was fired, um, there was just a lot of rock, ruckus in the office, a lot of ruckus in the office. And, and there were people that were upset. And that's when I knew that there was another change because in all my years in the military and prior to that time, when you work for the federal government, you're a sworn law enforcement official or a military officer like I was, we don't talk politics in the office. You're apolitical, apolitical. But what happened was in, in my unit, in, in units around the FBI, people came in and they were upset. They would openly talk about how they didn't like Trump. They were wearing, t they had t-shirts made with Comey's picture on it and it would say Comey's homies on it. Uh, coffee cups with Comey's homies on it. Well, and this in, went in on, the office? In the office. And I went and I, um, and I pulled my unit in, at least because I only had my span of control, and I brought those people in and educated them on the Constitution, their role in the government, and the, the, fact, that, the fact that we follow whoever the American people right. um, uh, elect. And the response? Their response, well, they, they had to follow my direction, so they did that. So later, just a real short, quick story. There you're was you're a, 30 seconds. So I actually went before a promotion board, and there was a board. And we had to give an example for the promotion about a difficult situation in the office and how did you handle it. I used that example uh -huh. and I gave it to the board <laughs> and I ended up not being promoted. And they give you a write-up 
And they said that SSA Van Meter spent, in, instead of talking about leadership, he talked politics. When really my point wow. to them was that not I stopped to talk politics. not to talk politics. That's incredible. Okay, yeah. we could continue for hours. We also have yeah. to invite you back to talk about your campaign for the Virginia uh, political life you are choosing. But please go right now to the website Van Meter for virginia.com and follow this man at van meter m-e-t-e-r for v-a that's f-o-r-v-a i'm sebastian gorka god bless you and thank you for your service michael and thank you for telling the truth this is america first coming to you from the relieffactor.com studios So that was my television interview on America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka, and that was on his uh, Salem uh, News Network uh, streaming program that he has every day. Uh, please join him in that program. Really had a good time. Like I say, a great man, very gracious, very cordial with me, and looking forward to working with him again. So I hope that was helpful for you. And again, go back, check out the other podcast where I talk about the FBI, the promotional system, it gets very granular into some details, but it's important. Any administration that's going to hope to do anything with the FBI and the other agencies is going to have to understand the granularity of how these organizations work. And I hope that they bring people in around them that understand that. So again, I am running for the 33rd district, Virginia State Senate. Please support my campaign at Van Meter for Virginia. And that's spelled all the way out in ER at the end, vanmeterforvirginia.com. And I look forward to working with all of you. Please support our campaign in any way that you can. And until then, I look forward to talking with you soon. God bless America. You guys take care of yourselves and talk with you next time.